Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group, located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns just like you. This episode of the Dogs Podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Come on now, everybody. We've all had those protein bars that are chalky and just nasty. And as soon as you take a bite, you're like, do I really got to finish this thing? Built Bar is the world's first ever candy bar protein bar. This is a protein bar, but man, you swear you're eating a candy bar. To give you guys a good idea, it's kind of the consistency of a Three Musketeers bar, and they have so many delicious flavors. I mean, you bite into this thing, you don't think you're eating a protein bar. You don't think you're eating something that's healthy for you. You think you're eating a good old junk food, snack food, candy bar, baby. These things are awesome. Order yourself a box of Built Bar. Try all their different flavors or just try the ones you love, whatever you want to do. These things are perfect. Fill your cabinet. You will not regret giving Built Bar a try. And right now, if you go to Built.com, use promo code BARK, B-A-R-K, when you check out, get 10% off your order when you order today with code BARK at Built.com. What's up, Browns fans? Ho, 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 ho. This is Santa Claus from the North Pole, and you're listening to the Dogs Podcast. Ho, 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 ho. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. We're looking for more fan intros, so we need them. Uh, the intros are boring if we have to do them or if we have to repeat them. So make sure you guys do that. It makes our show look cooler. Uh, <laughs> again, Justin's still sick. We're still all in the same clothes as the last episode. We've just been staying in the studio for the last three days waiting to record this episode. Um, but yep, no, yep, yep. John's still at work. He's on a 72-hour shift. <laughs> so I guess secret's yes. out of the bag. We record these episodes back-to-back. I'm sorry to burst your guys' bubble. Sometimes I think people think like we're just, we come here every day. We have wives, guys, and they would yell at us if we did that. Um, and children. So they would children. yell at us too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think if it weren't for the jobs, we could probably do it. Yeah, this is true. And I barely have a job. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, before we get into our matchup with the Saints, I want to remind you guys to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google if you prefer to just listen to the show. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member on the Patreon page. The fantasy seasons are wrapping up. We're giving away free dogs merch uh, every month to the Dog Pack member of the month. You get an extra episode every week. You also get access to the private Discord, which has been a huge uh, draw for a lot of people. You get to just talk Browns, football, fantasy football. We have threads for everything in the Discord. Betting, college, there's a Cavs thread, uh, Every game thread, it's it's a pretty good time. Uh, everybody seems to like that. So if you want more access to us, you want to talk to other Browns fans from around the world, jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member. So the return of Jarvis Landry uh, this week was we bring we welcome the New Orleans Saints to town. Um, different Saints teams in, you know, Sean Payton years. <laughs> yes, it is. But they still, sure. they still play hard, and they still got a good defense. Um, so I don't, even though I think we should win this game and I think our roster is better in theory, I don't think this is a cakewalk game for the Browns at all. It's not because the thing that the Saints can still do pretty well when they need to is run the ball. And it's the one thing that we still struggle mightily to stop. Yes. Kamara hasn't done a lot lately, but this week against the, uh, the Falcons, they seem to remember that they had him. They gave him the ball 21 times. Yeah. He had 21 carries for 91 yards. It's only a 4.3-yard average, but it, they recommitted themselves to it. If, they run, if he runs the ball 21 times against the Browns, who knows what's going to happen. He's the type of running back, too, that can really hurt us because he's not like a big bowling bruiser type running back. He's more of a slasher. He's quick, and mm-hmm. he can break tackles, which we have shown. Now, now, in recent weeks, our tackling has been better. Yes. But over the course of the season, our tackling has been pretty poor. And he's the type of guy that breaks a lot of tackles. Yes. Offensively, you're not getting a lot out of them. Um, Kamara, Andy Dalton playing quarterback for them. He's not all. He's not good. He's not terrible. He, he, to me, he's a bridge quarterback right oh, now. Oh, certainly. He's yep. a bridge quarterback. He was 11 to 17, 151 yards and two touchdowns um, against the, the Falcons. I mean, that's not a bad game, really. Uh, not a ton of yards, but efficient. He had 132.2 rating. And that's kind of been the story of his year. He has turned the ball over a decent amount this year, a couple times in bunches. Uh, I forget, I was watching one primetime game this year. He's got, he's only got seven picks. I think three of them were in one game. I believe Two or three so. of them, and there were pick sixes. So he's been a little susceptible at times to, to turning the ball over. Um, I think if you can pressure him, you can force him into some bad decisions. But Andy Dalton's been a solid pro for – a long time in this league now. I don't think you're going to confuse him. I think the way to to get at him is to pressure him. Yeah, because he's not mobile. Right. Yes. So I think yeah, you're right. If we can get that pressure, I think this is a Miles Garrett has been playing very well. Yes. For a stretch I, I totally of agree. games, yes. which is what we've been asking for. We've been begging for consistency out of Miles Garrett. And you know, we talked a little bit on the last episode about is the defense playing a little harder lately because of Deshaun or whatever and maybe they're playing harder because Miles Garrett for whatever reason is is leading the charge and maybe they go as he goes just defensively on their own you know what i mean yeah it also helps that perry on winfrey's been playing better um if we do look at their offense a little bit though they they are i think if they had sean payton as their coach still the saints would be a much better football team Mm -hmm. because they have yeah 
some weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Chris Olave has been a stud as a wide receiver. That's a guy. I mean, the last time we played a rookie wide receiver from Ohio State, Garrett Wilson dominated us. Yeah, he did. So we got we can't let him get loose. We already talked about Kamara. You know, everybody knows what he's capable of. Um, Juwan Johnson, tight end, has exploded onto the scene the last month, month and a half. Catches a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, so he's a big-time red zone target. He just had uh, two more touchdowns again. And obviously they bring in Jarvis Landry. We all know what Jarvis can do. He's not what he used to be. But he can still go out there and get it done. He knows how to play in this uh, very non-ideal weather that Justin was describing. Well, that, and we all know, and even though I think Jarvis looked back at his time in Cleveland fondly, and I don't think he necessarily left on bad terms, but I would I would think he thinks Cleveland probably low-balled him. Yeah, I think so. You know, and he's the kind of person, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, that's how you know, he plays ball. That's how he plays. And that's, why, that's why we loved him so much. You know what I mean? He's going to come in here with a chip on his shoulder. So I look for Jarvis to be, we know he's an emotional leader. He's a vocal guy. I look for him to come out wanting to play well. Mm-hmm. And I can see when teams go back, guys go back to their old teams, their new teams kind of make an effort to like get them involved, yeah. showcase them a little bit. You know what I mean? So, um, I could see Jarvis Landry coming out and having a decent game. Uh, so they got some weapons you have to contend with. And then they have the X Factor. Taysom Hill can come out and yeah. play wide receiver, tight end, quarterback, running back. You got to know where he's at on the field also because he'll go three games without doing anything. And then all of a sudden he'll have four touchdowns. Yeah. So they, they got some weapons that you got to you gotta be on your toes. You got to know where these guys are. Um I just think they're not very creative on offense. And, you know, Andy Dalton, what we talked about, he's a bridge quarterback. If they had a good young quarterback and they had an offensive mind coach, I think they would be significantly better. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I think that Andy Dalton's a best case scenario. I kind of, I'd almost be a little bit more concerned if it was Jameis Winston, if he had been playing all season, just because of he's more willing to go down the field. And I feel like that's where a lot of our defensive uh, backfield breakdowns have been is kind of in those deep passes. Yep. So I don't know if we're going to get a whole lot of those from Andy Dalton. I know he, he still goes down the field, but not, he's not as willing to go. Yeah. Um, so that's what the defense has to focus on. I'm curious to see what Joe Woods does. Um, do we continue to move miles around? Do we find ways to get pressure on Andy Dalton? Um, and just don't like don't let a rookie Chris Olave dominate us, and don't let Alvin Kamara is going to get his. But if it's got to be a bend but don't break again, that's fine. But just don't let him just hold the ball forever. And you have to think with a defensive coach, they might be content with just running the ball. Sometimes these offensive coaches like Zach Taylor, they want to play with their toys. Yeah, you know what I mean. A defensive coach like Dennis Allen, he didn't care. Like just give it to Kamara fifty times if it's getting us four yards every time. So, uh, so that that makes me a little bit nervous. When we if we switch and we look at when the Browns have the ball, one thing that makes me nervous is Kim Jordan matched up on a, a Conklin who hasn't been playing well or a Jed Wills who you know one game he grades out well and the next game he grades out terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried about are we going to be able to run the ball? I don't know. Froholt has been terrible. Yes, um, very bad. And our guard play has gotten bad. We actually, shout out to the uh, dog pack. They were texting us some stats earlier. So week one through 10 with Posick in the lineup, 
Joel Batonio was the number one graded guard, and Wyatt Teller was the number four graded guard in the league. Weeks 11 through 15 without Posick, Batonio is now the 10th graded guard. Teller's the 39th graded guard. Wow, what a drop. So Teller's also dealing with the calf injury. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's 100%. I think that's pretty clear. But you're seeing the effect of playing with a fifth-string guard at center is doing to the offensive line. And Batonio and Teller are the anchors of that unit. I mean, those are Pro Bowl top one to four graded at their position in the league the last two years. And you're seeing the draw. I mean, for Joel Batonio to not be like the number one or two graded guard, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think right yeah. now in his career, he's like a fringe Hall of Famer. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. You know what I mean? If he, if he continues to play at this level more years, I mean, is he first ballot like Joe Thomas? I don't know, but I think he has a case to, to get in one day. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing the effect of not having Posick. Um, I think he's got to be a top priority to re-sign in the offseason. Yeah, and they got to focus on that center position. Yes. Big time. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous about not being able to run the ball. So if I'm Kevin Steph- do not just come out and let Deshaun Watson go. Let him get in the shotgun. And if we're going to run the ball, don't do it from shotgun on these sweet plays where the nose guard has time to beat the crap out of Froholt and get penetration. Get under center, put Nick Chubb behind him, and let him get five yards of steam, pick a hole, and go. Mm-hmm. The running on the shotgun has been terrible lately. Yeah, I don't like doing that. No. For the read option or whatever, it's fine. But other than that, get, get under center and run the ball. Yeah. But come out and let Deshaun Watson loosen up the defense. Let him come around, throw some balls, run around with his feet, make some plays with his legs, and, and loosen up that defense so we can try to run the ball. Listen up, Browns fans. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Happy holidays, everyone. Hey, Browns fans, the holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use our promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout, and you'll get an additional $40 off your order. Omaha Steaks are the greatest steaks and just all around meat products I have ever had myself personally, which makes me love even more giving Omaha Steaks as gifts to the loved ones in my life. It makes Christmas so much easier. Mom and dad, you guys get a package of Omaha Steaks, the in-laws, grandparents, brothers, sister, everybody, you guys, Omaha Steaks for all. And it's the gift that keeps on giving because the next time you get together with that special loved one that you bought the package for, they're going to say, hey, I'm grilling out today. How about you come over and enjoy some of these Omaha Steaks that you got me for Christmas? 
Don't wait. Order today and beat the shipping rush. I know from my own personal experience, I ordered everybody Omaha Steaks for Christmas and they arrived two days later. So get in right now. You still have plenty of time before Christmas. Order Omaha Steaks for the loved ones in your life. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of the 50% off site-wide sale plus use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out. Get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Merry Christmas, everybody. Another nice thing is Marshawn Lattimore will not be playing in this game, so that helps. Is that for sure already? Well, they, already cleared him what out. I'm reading now is it says he's rolled out. Okay. So yeah, I know he's, they rolled him out this past game. Mm-hmm. He's been out. I mean, that's a that's a tough loss for their defense. For Big sure. time. No, I think I think if we can if we can protect up front, we'll be okay. But I'm worried about the line going up against this front for the the, uh, the Saints because the Saints, if they got they can hang their head on one thing right now it's they're still a pretty tough defensive team and I think they're going to come out and play hard. Luckily, I think on our end the weather's not going to be great. Dome team coming up into the cold. Hopefully that plays to our advantage a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. I think the Browns should win, and I think we will win, and we can win. But I think we're going to have to we're going to have to play well uh, yeah. to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think Brown, it said the Browns open the week at three and a half or three point favorites. It says the over under is thirty two and a half. So it puts about score what like eighteen fifteen something like that. I don't see it's it not going to be a very high scoring game. No, I don't it, think. especially if the weather's not great. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think it's going to be super high scoring either. Um, I, I do you think we see Cade York attempting any, especially if the weather's like this, attempting any kicks past 30, 35? Here is the thing. I think. He's on your team. If you're not bringing in another kicker to challenge him during the season, and he's on your roster and he's getting paid, if it's inside, you know, if it's 55 or less, you should be letting him kick. Let him go out there and earn his job or lose his job. That's a good point. You know what I mean? We're not playing for the playoffs, really. We got to see if this kid can do it. He's got to get out. I think he's got a case of the yips right now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The only way to get, go do it. So just show some confidence in him, send him out there, and, and let's see what the kids got. Because again, it's not like he's going to cost us the playoffs. We cost That's ourselves true. the playoffs two months ago. Yeah, week two didn't help. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, well, I think you can't just hide him because then you don't know what you got. So we'll see. Um, anything you want to touch on here, Justin? Or are we good? Uh, I guess the only thing I mean, we probably could have touched on it the last episode too. I'm just kind of tired also. And it's a trend of all year. I'm kind of tired of just seeing a running back making it second level before anybody even is around him. I, I know we're kind of past the point where we can address that. I know the interior lines weak. <laughs> I'm so it's crazy to me that a running back can be three, four yards past the line of scrimmage before he's even there's contact. It, that's mind blowing to me. They were they're getting that big of a push and creating gaps like that. Um, and I don't even know if we can fix that at this point. I mean, that's been an issue for years now for the Browns. So <laughs> just got a. It's kind of unfortunate. Hopefully, it doesn't bite us. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It matters to Browns fans. We want every win we can get at this point. I think it matters to the players. You see that on social media and you know after the game. But that's my biggest thing. I don't. And I'm kind of tired of Browns fans just always wanting us to run the ball. Just <laughs> no, if if you I, I, I at the game all it is is chub chub chub, and I'm just like, no, they just we just ran the ball. It was a negative two yard run. 
Yeah. What are we doing? Listen, do we want to do that again? I think Browns fans. So I'm. We're obviously all Browns fans, and we're speaking to all you Browns fans. And I, I, love, and I love Browns. And I love fans. Nick Chubb. And I love Nick yeah. Chubb, but I think. There is also, just like any group of people, there is a huge chunk of Browns fans that are just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like the people screaming 20 carries. Get, I mean, guys, there, there's context to these things. Like, I'm, well, I'm watching these games the last few weeks, and I'm screaming, stop running the ball. Stop. I'm tired of watching a second and seven turn into a third and eight. Yeah. Because we're trying to run the ball, or a second and three turn into a third and six, just stop. I, there's there's been points in these games where I'm like, I wouldn't run the ball the rest of the game, not not a straight run. It may be a read option or a quarterback scramble. I'm I'm tired of losing yards. We can't block. There's a, what, what are we're we getting doing? blown up at the line. We're getting blown up. At yes, the line. like it's the penetration is. Insane. Like the people just screaming for the ball. It's like, guys, just just stop. There's more to it than that. There's just there's just dumb people everywhere. (laughs) It's it's the easy thing to do, right? Nick Job's the best player. The thing is, run the ball. He's not the best player anymore. Well, there you go. Well, he might still. I think Deshaun is like we've said. He's still ascending. And he's, I mean, the good thing is he's getting better every week. We haven't seen him take any steps should backward. Be, oh, should be complimentary. Yes. Get open it up with the pass. And guess what? When you hand the ball off to Nick Chubb, things become easier because there's not 10 guys just stashed into the box, smashed in and ready to just blow it up. Especially if they're getting interior pressure with four or five. I, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, and I kind of get... It's unfortunate. Get, Nick Chubb still had a nice game. He still had a nice game. Yeah. He still had 99 yards, but I would say 40% of those carries, we watched it get blown up immediately, and we were like, okay. Yeah, I think that the philosophy of the defenses we've faced here in the last few weeks have kind of been, well, let's make this rusty quarterback who hasn't played in 700 days come out here and beat us, beat us with his arm. And it obviously it's not working that well for us because he is rusty. He is still getting back into game form. And I think that that philosophy from, you know, opposing defenses is going to change quick because he is getting back into game form. Every week it's better and better and better. And I think those days are numbered where they can just gear up and say, let's just stop Nick Chubb and make Deshaun beat us because now he will. Well, and, and, and some of it is not even necessarily the defense gearing up to stop Nick Chubb. We've touched on this. The offensive line's playing terribly. Yeah. The offensive line is the second worst graded line since Posick went out in week 11. So you're not going to, you can't run the ball behind the second worst offensive line in football. This isn't, you know, week two where we had a top two lighted football. Like there's context to all this stuff. It's, it's just crazy to me that people don't just like stop and critically think for a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, last thing I'll touch on before we get out of here, like we said, it's the return of Jarvis Landry. So, if you're going to be at the game, give him a warm welcome. I think Jarvis Landry is a Brown forever, in my opinion. So, uh, say hi to Jarvis while you're up there, Justin. I'm definitely rocking number eighty. I'm going to rock my number eighty out for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping to do. I'm hoping to do a video for him, or I'm hoping to do something for him. I hope he gets a warm welcome. Because I think I think Cleveland still loves Jarvis Landry, so I'm looking forward to he seeing. He did that. a lot for you. Did a lot for the team, you know, for the franchise, for the organization. I, Maybe 
He'll be the dog pack captain. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be so pretty awesome. Out there, you never know. <laughs> I don't know if the Saints are going to pass on that. But they're probably going to be like, go screw yourselves. They got No, he set the culture for Cleveland for this new, you know, and I, I it's tough to say this new Browns regime because it hasn't been like, all everything that we've always wanted it to be. It's been pretty disappointing, honestly. If well, you look back on it now, I'll say he set the tone. I'll say this though. If we went out and we win nine games, um, how many games did we win last year? Eight, six. I didn't even think we won. I, I thought we won eight last year. I thought we sucked last year. I can't, now that I already can't remember. I already can't remember. <laughs> but then the year before we made the playoffs, I remember us. So that'd be two out of the last. Could you? I mean, two out of the last. If we went out, it'd be two out of the last three years. We had winning records, and um, even if we only get to like eight wins this year, before Jarvis, eight wins was a Super Bowl for us. Sure, you know what I mean. So he, you, we, we can say we might not be to where we want yet. But Jarvis is he helped the you can't deny that the Browns are at least in a turnaround still and he helped kick start yeah. that turnaround. And the the nice thing too of thinking about if we are able to secure a winning record this year, nine and eight record, you look at like the NFC South, whoever wins that division probably is gonna be under five hundred. Yeah. And they're gonna be a playoff team. So Again, context to that too. I mean, you could say, "Oh, the Browns suck. They finished whatever in the division, you know, last or third in the division at nine and eight. Well, there's a team over here in another division that just went to the playoffs with a worse record. You know, the winning record just optically it just helps. It helps Kevin's case. It helps a lot of things. Yep. What were we hey, just eight and nine? Eight You're and nine. Right. Eight so, and nine. You're yeah. Right. So when what ten games in twenty twenty, eight games. Last year, if we can win nine games this year, it's a lot more wins than we had the three years before Jarvis got here. Very true. So um, he, we might not be where we want to go yet, but he definitely helped kickstart the turnaround. So for that, we appreciate Jarvis. Yep. Um, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Let us know in the comments what you want to see out of the Browns this week against uh, the Saints. Do you guys think we pull this one out? Hopefully, you guys all have a great Christmas. Thank you guys for being here with us. Um, we will see you guys next week virtually, uh, either in a virtual episode or look out on our Twitter page and the YouTube page. We'll announce we might just be doing a live for you guys next week. You guys seem to enjoy those anyway, so Christmas present from us to you. Um, but we'll let Round you guys... the dog's holiday special. Yeah, So, but we'll let you guys know, so make sure you guys keep an eye out on that. Thanks for being here. Have a great holiday. Have a great Christmas. We will see you guys all uh, next week sometime. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.